Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners. Thank you for joining the podcast with me today as a special guest co-host, UFC veteran, Mr. Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. The beard is looking Hello. Come <laughs> on, buddy. Uh, today, on today's podcast, we are going to break down UFC 300 main event. We are recording this on Wednesday, Valentine's Day. We know that Dana has said that he's going to announce it on Saturday evening. But Bam Bam, you and I are going to break down who we think will be the main event. Who will it be? Stay tuned and find out. I'm pretty sure Bam Bam cracks the code. I got it. I got it. It's money in the bank, so bet on it now. And then after uh, we do that, Bam Bam, we cut to an interview that Rain and I did with Mr. Hunter Savage from Fight League Atlantic. Go check them out, of course, at FightLeagueAtlantic.com and on the socials. Hunter Savage won his debut fight two weeks ago while I was out there commentating, Bam. So we will meet him. He's a very nice young kid out of East Coast, Canada. Aside from that, Bam, let's get on with the show. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast. Bam Bam Barbarina. What's up, buddy? Timmy B. How's it We're going? Back. We're back. Back again. Back Fight again. Insight Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Episode 158, I think it is. Something like that. We're into our fourth year, Bam Bam. Heck yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's crazy. I it thought we were your 10. Damn. I wanted to I wanted to cancel this like halfway <laughs> through year one. Here we are. So But hey, well, hey, year one, I think I was a guest twice. Two time appearance. Now we're like ten time appearance. I don't even I lost count. Yeah, yeah. Once you once you get into double digits, I mean now you're just literally a co owner of the podcast. So I mean it's <laughs> you know, these looks, it's it's hard to, you know. You know, I mean, yeah, the beard. Why wouldn't you want it on? No, it's <laughs> it's it, it, there are so many women flocking to the podcast right now. That said, if you're if you're only listening on audio, make sure you come over to the video, of course, on YouTube or Spotify. You'll find us there. Tell your friends, tell your lady friends, bam, bam, tell your bearded friends, tell your bearded friends for updates on goat milk for the beard. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Bam, bam. We're going to get right into it because we've got one topic that probably is going to dominate our conversation for today. And that is before we get into our interview with Fight League Atlantic's Hunter Savage. Bam, bam. I watched this kid fight in the East Coast. Heck yeah. First of all, his name is Hunter Savage. You can't sick beat last that. Name. Yeah, you can't beat that. First name. It's sick name in general. Yeah. Hunter Savage. Hunter Savage. Dude. Uh, so we get, we'll get to him. Rain and I interviewed him. Uh, last week, which was like two days out of his fight where he got a crazy knockout victory in his debut. It was Heck a beautiful, yeah. beautiful fight. And he's a great kid. So, Bam Bam, you can watch the podcast later and you can see this kid. Awesome. Will do. We're recording this on Wednesday. It was just announced that your boss, Mr. Dana White, said that he is going to announce the UFC 300 main event this Saturday after 298 during the press conference. Did you know that? Uh, I actually just saw something saying that he was going to announce it after the fight or something. Okay. Before we go in and start to make some predictions, because you are a UFC fighter. On Wait, actually, roster, you know, he called me. Yeah. He called me up. He wanted yeah. to get my opinion on it. Mm. He asked me. Okay. I was like, you know, 
Yeah, that sounds good. I think we can move forward with that. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, I randomly saw it on social media that, you know, he's yeah. going to announce. Okay. So, obviously, you know, the rumor mills are a buzz. So, what I'm going to do with you is we're going to go through some predictions. And okay. I want you to give me your idea on, like, you know, what kind of percentage chance you think this has of being there. Okay. And then we'll get to yours too. If you have any predictions that I don't get to, then we'll go to some of yours. All right. So this is going to be our UFC 300 main event predictions. Right now we've got Mr. Brian Bam Bam Barbarena. Go follow him at Brian Barbarena on Instagram. All right. It's right down there. It looks beautiful. Now, Bam Bam. First one up, Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler. What is the chance that that happens? I mean, I feel like there's a chance, a good chance, you know? No, no you're wrong. But go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Just randomly, like, well, I don't know. Is he still under the, is he been in like the drug free sport long enough? Bam, you know? bam. If, if you watched our podcast, Breaking Down Drug Free Sport, there's a bunch of loopholes in that baby that he could get in without six months. That's that's the there's way been a lot it. more training videos of him crossing my feed lately. I don't follow the guy, but people be posting. Okay. Stalking. So when so what do you think the odds are that it's McGregor versus Chandler? <clears throat> uh are we talking like one to ten chance? Like, let's do like a, let's do a let's do a let's do a percentage. One hundred percent being it's like guaranteed. You know what I mean? Zero percent, no chance. Oh, I feel like fifty. Fifty percent? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll agree with fifty percent because I think like he told you. <laughs> if they if they threw the money at him, and if you and 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 if it all worked out. I could see it. And it's yeah. a big enough it's a big enough fight to headline 300. Right? Yeah. Even with no yeah. title on the line. Conor yep. McGregor is Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, so we're going 50%. Now, next fight will be Conor McGregor versus anybody else. So the trick here is if we're saying that Conor McGregor Oh, like maybe or something? Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else on the roster? Um, what do you think? I mean, I think on their end, of course, like they're going to think if Connor, Connor could be the headline no matter what, right? Because he's the money draw or whatever. Uh, I don't think like it makes any sense, but I think people would be excited about it anyway. But do you think if do you think it has a better chance of him being against someone else than him against Chandler, or do you think it's equal chance? You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm, I think it's less. I'll go like twenty. Twenty percent chance that it's him versus somebody else. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I would have thought. I. You know what? In all honesty, I think it's. I think there's a better chance he fights somebody else than Chandler because I feel like if McGregor is going to come back, he wants no offense, but he wants an easy victory. 
And I don't know that he thinks Chandler is an easy out. I think he'd want someone a little less. Like, I, mean, I, think, I can see that, but I, I don't think, think he's I think he'd want like a. I think he'd want like a Masvidal or a Nate Diaz, and no disrespect to those guys, but like Chandler is still in his prime ish. Yeah. I I don't know that you're coming back for a potential loss at 300. Yeah. But. All right. So what do we want to say for this one? 20%. I'm not going to beat you on that. Okay, fine. We'll go 20% for, uh, for that. Oh, you know what? I'll, well, I'll what's yours? Well, we're just, we're just going to go with the consensus between you and I, but I'll say 25%. 25. I think, I think there's a lot of marketing behind Chandler. So I guess if you wanted to in such a short period of time, we're only a couple months out. So yeah. to build up something, I think you'd want some time. Uh, but I think the problem is with with Chan- with uh, Connor is that it's just um, you, you just don't know if he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. He's already kind of hinted that he's not because he said on his social media that he's fighting in summer. So there's that. Isn't April? Right. Next no. one. Next prediction will be Bilal versus Leon. That one is making the rounds recently. Now, I do feel Bilal 100% deserves it. No. Deserves a title shot? No. What? First of all, Bilal can't sell pay-per-view tickets to his family. I don't know. The public's not going to buy it, dude. The public does not like Bilal. The public does not like Bilal, but I feel like Bilal definitely deserves it. I'm, I'm not. Yes, he deserves it, but I don't know that he deserves to be the headline of 300. I mean, sure he could, but I don't think he will be. <laughs> so what do you think? What's the percent chance of Bilal versus Leon? And honestly, being... even Leon, I felt like people didn't, you know, really no. follow Leon as much either. He didn't have a real selling power until he beat Usman twice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's a huge draw either. Unfortunately, uh, not for the American fans. That's for sure. Yeah. To headline three hundred, if you wanted to headline two ninety nine or three hundred one, by all means, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred is what we're talking about, fam. So percentage chance that it is Bilal versus Leon. I got. 35%. It's bigger chance than Connor versus somebody else. You got to be, you got to get with your shit here, fam. <laughs> I'm being realistic. <laughs> okay, no. Forget it. I'm, I'm superseding you on this. It's a 1% chance. Dang. There's no way. There's no way. At least it's a title. They're, they're, they're going to be thinking, like, you know, what's the chances that this thing sells money? And and that you can't bank your three hundred on that. The the internet will go, will explain. Why are your percentages listed, but not mine? Because we're because we're a team. God dang it, we're a team. But I said thirty five percent. Wait, do you know something? Are you lying? Do you know something? What? You know, you know it's Bilal versus Leon. Are you scratching your nose? I learned that in CIA. That's, that's a trick. You're lying. <laughs> All right, next. Okay, next one. Fine, you're a little bit higher, but still, it's still not. You're, we're still not beating out Connor versus Chandler. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bam. Here is my honest prediction: 
that I really think this is it. Okay. Okay. It is going to be Logan Paul versus Mike Perry. Are you serious? You saw the photos with Dana with uh, David Feldman from BKFC when they had that meeting, right? Yeah. They posted photos of them together. I think that was Dana trying to get across, like trying to get allowance from David Feldman to have Mike Perry fight in UFC. Logan Paul is like all buddy buddied up with Dana with prime energy and all that crap. Nah. That's that I've been leaving that everywhere, Bam. If that comes true, I'm gonna look like Nostradamus, baby. <laughs> what, what you thought? get that, you get that. I'm coming to ask you for some lottery numbers. Six, fifteen, thirty-two, ninety-six. Bank it. Okay. I'll why 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 not to Logan Paul and and Mike Perry? First of all, I don't think it's even 300 worthy okay you know i think bring him in as like a co-main event for like something leon versus law co-main event yeah you know boom help boost it a little bit but i I just don't see that happening i don't know i don't think uh i think logan paul first of all is like i think you know, him fighting the UFC or whatever is like a bucket list thing or whatever, like just wants to check it off kind of thing. But I think his focus is more wrestling and everything. Yeah. I mean, I think I could see Mike Perry doing something like that just because it's Mike Perry. You know, he's fought there before or whatever. Yeah. They'll throw it down anyway. So, <clears throat> but I don't know. I just don't feel like it's it. It's not it. I got like, are you okay? Are you as a UFC fighter insulted by that? That that Logan Paul would headline? No, I don't care. Oh, no, I don't care. I don't care. No, you're such a nice people guy. always ask me too, like, are you upset you weren't on the main card? Are you upset that you know you weren't here on the card or whatever? Or your place, I don't care. I get paid this. Well, I take this back. I was gonna say, I get paid the same no matter where I'm at on the card, but if you're main event, you make a little more, but sure. Uh, like it doesn't hurt me if someone else is fighting the main event or fighting ahead of me or whatever. That just means I get to go in there and do my thing sooner or later. It don't matter. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter to me. I'm there to do one thing, and that's fight. So that's correct. Okay. But so okay, 2%. so what's that? Two percent. Okay. So <laughs> So Logan Paul versus Mike Perry is two percent chance. Two percent. I could even go one, but I was giving you, you know. You're giving me showing a you showing you some love because. Okay. Said- okay, so we're going Logan Paul versus Platinum, and of course, I'm I'm live streaming these uh, results at the bottom of our screen. So if you're on audio, so we're keeping track here. So Logan Paul versus Platinum, it, we're going to go with two percent chance, which I do not agree with at all. I think there's, <laughs> I think there's good chance, dude. I, I I honestly think there's good chance on that because I think they're so desperate. For a main event at this point, we've. Well, okay, I won't say a few things. There was I was watching an interview with someone somewhat famous, and they were saying, you know, when you think about things, you have to think about who is interested and who is capable. So when we're thinking about UFC 300, we have to think like who is interested in doing it and who would the fans be interested in 
and who is capable of doing it, like who's capable of headlining it, right? So, yeah. um, bam, bam, there's a lot of hatred, or I don't know if I should say the word hatred, but there's a lot of like complaints about the number of women fights on the card. I don't know if you've seen that, but no, I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> people are very rude online. Uh, here's my prediction. This was my prediction to be the co-main back before any fights were announced. UFC 300. So now I'm going to put this out there. Main event, Ronda Rousey versus Misha Tate 3. Mm. I don't think that sells either. Doesn't sell? No. How dare you? That would sell a lot. Really? I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of interest in that fight. I think those two are two women that you know have been legends. You do? Sure. You think there's a lot of interest in that? Not for the main event. I thought co-main. I thought co-main. That would be fantastic co-main. Yeah. Because Ronda Rousey cool. doing her thing with WWE. Misha Tate looked fantastic in her fight against uh, Raging Panda. I think maybe like opening up main card. Okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. A little burst of excitement right off the bat to build the main card. You know, I can see Get that. Some sexy time right off the bat. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah. What's your per- okay? What's your percentage on it though? Two percent. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but at least at well, least- I guess I guess I can see it going higher. Okay, because but I just don't see it as like main event because it's like it'd yeah, be, I gotcha. like it's more than a title fight. Those title fights on there and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, okay. I think Ronda Rousey is probably definitely that draw, but I don't think, or maybe she was. I don't know if she still is, but she probably is. And but I don't know if Misha Tate has the same draw. Uh, I go. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five percent. So we're going to tie it with Connor versus TBD. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Well, let's give it one percent higher or lower than that. You think better chance for Connor? <laughs> better chance for Connor. So okay, we'll go. We'll yeah, go for, I'll go twenty-four percent. Twenty-four percent. Or I could okay. even say it drops to twenty. That's fine. Twenty percent. My God. Yeah. Okay. So Ronda versus. Well, what do you TBD. think? I thought it. I like I said. I thought it had a really good chance at. Um, at it being the co-main or, or, or main card opener. You're right. But somewhere there, somewhere that they would be a feature. Yeah. But now that we're running down and we're like, well, well shit, we need a main event. I'm like, I don't, is that the main event? Because again, you think who is, a, who's available. They both are. Who's capable. They both are. Who, who would be interested in it for sure. They both would be, they will, they'll both suck up that limelight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, but the, again, the crowd would go bonkers. Like they would, they would revolt if that was yeah. the main event. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Next one. Uh, this one is pretty much a no go because of the comments that John Jones just made recently, saying that he's not available and that he's not ready. However, someone was texting me, going, "Hey, have you seen the videos of him tackling rugby players?" So there's some. Apparently he's been posting videos or there's some rugby team that's been posting that they're training with him and he's out there like wrestling people. But yet he just made a comment in some interview about him because of his pectoral surgery and whatever, that he's going to be out until like for, for a, a little while more. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to throw it out there. John Jones 
versus Tom Aspinall uh, for the undisputed heavyweight championship. Or, or what should we say? We'll just say John Jones in general. John Jones versus TBD. Okay. I like, I, like, I, like, I like that better. Yeah. And I, I think I think that's a high possibility. Okay. Right I think now, like him saying what he's saying or whatever could also be playing into the card of like, yeah, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Boom. I did it. You know, like, yeah. So I say high possibility, honestly. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe like 80%. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm up there with you, man. I think John Jones really is, is one of the only guys that would be reasonable for them to bring in, yeah. you know, and they give them a fight. I mean, whether it's Stipe or whoever the hell you want to give them, but okay. So we're going to go John Jones uh, versus TBD and we're going to go at 80%. Yeah. That's yeah. our strong, that's our strong leader right now. I like it. I think that that's a good one. Let me throw this one out there. If John Jones is unavailable, then you've got um, Aspinall with his interim title. Does he defend it against the only name that has been put out there, Alex Pahea, Perea? I like that one, too. I think that's good. Bam Bam, what is wrong with you? You can't defend an interim title. That's so stupid. Yeah, but it's been done. Has it? I believe so. Oh, I don't even know that. Not in, not so. in not in recent modern times. I don't think has it. Who are you not thinking? I have. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you think so? You think the defense of a interim heavyweight title against a guy who has never fought at heavyweight? Yeah, is but he's a three hundred worthy. He's a champ, so it'd be a champ versus champ. Or champ versus interim champ, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's already been a champ. He'll be like, that's the shot at champ of three divisions. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that has built to it. I think he has, just in himself, has, you know, stock. Especially with what he's done in such a short time. Yeah. He is a striker. People like to see strikers. Yeah. I think I think there's a possibility. Okay. So higher than 80%, lower than 80%? What do you like? I almost want to jump the 80% to like 85 and then put them at 80. Okay. Let's do that then. So we're yeah. going to go so we're going to go Jones versus TBD at 85% and then we're going to go down now to uh who is it? Aspinall versus uh Alex. Yeah. At 80%. Good choice there. Yeah, I wouldn't have tried to spell the last name either. No. <laughs> I don't need to. I know some people giving me a problem about that. Okay, so there we go. Uh, last one I will give you before I, I throw it over to you in case you've got any that I haven't made up. Sean Strickland, your future president, Sean Strickland, against... I, I had it down as Sean Strickland versus an influencer, but I'll say Sean, Sean Strickland versus TBD. Anybody. Is the uh, 
uh, rematch for the main event. Rematch against DDP, uh, fighting some sort of influencer, fighting Jake Paul, fighting Logan Paul, fighting that Bryce guy. Don Strickland, does he come back to save the day? I don't think it's going to be him. No. Because why? I don't know. I just feel it. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I guess. Dum, dum, dum. Nah, I don't see it. No. I don't see. I don't see the rematch with DDP. I see, or maybe I'll get into it next or whatever. But yeah, okay. I don't know. So where I, where are we where are we putting that then? I'll go 10. 10? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. I don't think you, I don't think you do, I don't think you do the um, rematch against DDP. That doesn't make too much sense. Um, So, and then if it's Izzy, then it's a non title fight. I don't know that that's really going to be too crazy. Um, Okay, so we're going 10% that Sean Strickland saves the day. What are, what is the percentage chance that you vote for him as president in 2028? It's like very high. Are you calculating? Sorry, he, froze. he froze. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, hundred percent. No, hundred You might mail in some fake ballots just to get him as president. I'm good. No. <laughs> uh, all right. So. We've got John Jones versus TBD at 85%. You've got um, Aspinall versus Alex Perea at 80%. Connor McGregor versus Chandler, 50%. Connor versus anybody else, 25%. Ronda Tate, 3 20%. Strickland versus anybody, 10%. And Logan Paul versus Platinum, 2%. Bilal versus Leon, 1%. I had that one at 35%. Bilal versus Leon at 35%? Yes, fine. I'll put that as a little asterisk. Uh, later on, but okay. Um, any that you think that I have not said that you think like, hey, I think that this person or this fight might be main event worthy for three hundred. I think there's definitely uh, that you left out, and I actually haven't seen it quite a bit. Actually, I don't think I've seen it at all. But uh, Izzy versus DDP. You just oh, because I was saying Strickland. Oh, yeah. Izzy versus DDP. Yeah. That's there's, about, that, there's that conflict about the whole thing that they had yeah. before and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be for the belt. Is he coming back? I could see it. I don't know. Like th- that would be pretty short notice. Uh, for that to me, I think that you would want lots of buildup for that. You'd want like lots of time to market the hell out of that. And I think that that's a sellout fight in South Africa. I think you go to South Africa and literally everybody on the continent would be flocking to watch that fight because of the drama that that would bring. Yeah. So I just wonder that you, you, I don't know that you waste that matchup for 300. I don't know that is, I don't know that Izzy's manicurist will have time to paint his nails by then. Like you need to book that in advance. That's tough. Well, I just saw like a, was it a post on someone shared on Instagram or whatever that the, the head coach was like, give us a day, give us a opponent, sure. and we'll be there or something like that, you know? 
Yeah. People say, tend to say that all the time, but you know. Right. Okay. Uh, so what do you want to do? What percentage do you think? Izzy versus DDP. I'm not well, against it. I think it would be fantastic. I just think. Let me look at my percentages here. Okay. All right. I'll go 65. 55%. So again, bigger 65. than Colorado. 65. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I think that it's definitely, it, again, when we think about it, it's they're definitely interested in that fight. Both men would be interested in that fight, and both men would be capable of headlining, capable of fighting. That's a good matchup. It's yeah. for a title. I don't yeah. know. I might. Oh, oh, I got I, another good one. You got another one? Okay. Let, I while I write one. this one. Okay. While I write this one, and you go ahead, tell me what All your right. next one is. I can't remember one of the guys' names, but you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg versus yeah. uh, whatever the other guy's name. I can't remember his name right now. Elon Musk. Musk, yeah. Zuckerberg versus Shit. Musk. You know what? Nobody has been talking about that forever. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay, bam. Where would you put that in a percentage chance that that's going to happen? <clears throat> 300 as your main event. I think, honestly, I could see it being pretty high percentage just because it's not, you know, it's it's so far out, you know, it's like so far out of like not, you know, people don't think it's ever going to happen, but they want it. They talk, they've been talking about it, been talking about fighting each other for a while. There was like the buildup and then it's been like some time to mellow out, but there's still like little chirps at each other. And so yeah. I could see it, man. I think for sure. You know, even the MMA fans, UFC fans are going to be like, oh, you know, whatever. These guys both never fought before or whatever. But it's just like, basically, you got two yeah. billionaires in there scrapping it out, you know, just to see who's yeah. like the man, you know, which is, yeah. you know, what basically UFC started as is like, find out, let's find out who's the man right now, you know. So I could see it. I think it's high percentage. You know what? I love it, dude. I think you're right because <clears throat> essentially with everything that Dana White does, what the UFC does, they always just do their own thing. They're pretty much like yeah. F you to like, if you don't like slap league, I don't give a crap. I'm still throwing it down your throat. If you don't like this fight, I don't care. I'm still booking that match, right? Like, yeah, they do what they want. They're in dire need of something to drum up crazy drama here. And you're right because uh, amongst any of those fights that fight would be very, very interesting to do. It would get the whole world talking. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. You're right. We haven't seen anything about that in a long time. I like that shit. I like it. My my problem is, will both men actually step up to do it? That would be yeah. a concern, right? Like, okay, it's one thing to talk, but another to actually do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys are, I mean, Elon Musk, I feel, would do it in a, no, you know what? Fuck it, they would. Elon Musk isn't going to back down. And then Zuckerberg's already competing in jiu-jitsu tournaments. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, fine. Where? What percentage are we giving this? Um, again, if I started back at the top here, we've got Jones, Jones versus TBD, 85%. Izzy versus DDP. Oh, Izzy versus DDP is supposed to be 80%. It's a little bit less than Jones, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, so we've got that at 80% as well. Okay. So we've got 85% for Jones versus TBD. Izzy and DDP2 and Aspinall and Alex, 80%. Connor and Chandler, 50%. So where are we going? It's somewhere up high, right? 
Yeah, I think I'd go around 75. 75? Yeah. You know, it's likely, but it's also a little bit kind of out of reach. Could possibly be out of reach. I don't know. but I yeah. like it, man. I, I Shoot, I think you've done it. I think you've cracked the code. I like it. I, I like it. I think that that's a good fight, man. I, I, yeah, you're right. And I don't think that people, uh, not a lot of people are talking about that as a possibility, which would be cool because it would come out of nowhere and people would go, yeah. shit, this is really happening. Yep. Bam, bam. Okay. Fucking got it. <laughs> I damn called it today on Valentine's. We called it. I mean, we'll know by the time. So this comes out tomorrow, Thursday. People will watch this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Saturday night. We'll see if any of our predictions are correct. Yeah. Before, before we end this, any last ones you want to throw up on here? Hmm. No. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I don't. No. I think we. I think we've touched on all the major ones. You know. Yeah. The only other and, thing I can think about, which like might bring draw, would be like. Nate Diaz versus Masvidal again. God, I don't, I don't think you can bank on that. Man. That that's crazy yeah. banking. Yeah, but that yeah. we don't even have to put that on the chart. I just fine. We won't put that on the list. And please remember, when you're looking at the list, Bilal versus Leon for Bam Bam is thirty five percent. There right? you go. No. You happy? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> All right, Bam Bam. Thank you very much, dude. Um, I really appreciate it. Like I said, I just wanted to put this out there because I thought that this would be a good discussion. You know, obviously you're a UFC guy, so you're in the know. So obviously now you've revealed that it is Musk versus Zuckerberg at <laughs> UFC 300, the main event brought to you by Bam Bam Barbarena. Uh, yeah. Okay. We will see what happens. But I like these predictions. Let us know in the in the comments and, and on Instagram where you think the yeah. main event is going to end up. Um, I do want to give a shout out, Bam Bam, as I always do to our friends of the podcast. So we've, I've got a few things. First is Rageworks Podcast Network. Go check them out at rageworksnetwork.com for audio podcasts such as ours. On March 2nd, we have our very first BKFC event in Canada, Bam Bam. Heck yeah. We've got a uh, former guest of the podcast, Robert Dayarne, making his debut. He's in the Prospect series there. So kick ass, Robert Dayarne. And then Jade Masson-Wong, she's a French-Canadian, bam, bam, uh, wonderful, wonderful girl, fighter, kick-ass, go follow her on OnlyFans. Uh, Jade Masson-Wong is going to, I believe, headline the card. If not, she's the co-main, but good luck to her. We might have her back on before that fight. She's such a cool person. Last week, two of our guests, bam, bam, they both got the win. Fatima Klein became champ champ for CFFC, so congratulations to her on getting a second title belt. And then nice. Max Payne Griffin with the victory, bam, bam, with a hard-fought decision. Seen it. Seen it. Good job. Good that. Yeah, that dude. He, I love that guy, man. Do you know him? Are you? Uh, I've shared locker rooms with him before. Talked a okay. little bit. Yeah, he's cool. He's a good He's a good dude, man. I can see you two being friends because he's he very likes to throw down, too. I like that. Yes. He's a good fighter. <laughs> he, 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 he fights like you do. He just grits his teeth. He, he, he fights hard. And he's yeah. the funniest freaking dude, man. Like, <laughs> dude is hilarious. Um, I also want to say PAW FC, which is Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship. We've got a bunch of our, our friends fighting on that card. That is on March 9th in Calgary. Lexi Rook from England, Alana Cook from Canada, the Alanimal, and then Kate Batchick from England as well. Great Britain top team. All three of those are fighting at PAW FC, as is Andy 
the Crasian Win. You might know it as Nguyen, but I think it's pronounced Win. Uh, she is fighting on that card, and she will be our guest next week. So Andy, the nice. Crasian Win, she's going to be our yeah, guest girls. next week. Yeah, yeah. So that's an all-women's event out in Calgary, so that's pretty cool. Nice. And uh, Bam Bam, I did want to say something very sad, actually. And um, yesterday, there was a Canadian MMA fighter who passed away. Uh, her name was Ashley Nichols. Her nickname was AK-47. She was an up-and-coming Canadian prospect. I had spoken to her a few times because she trains out at Niagara Top Team. And uh, she seemed like a very nice girl. She's uh, from Indigenous heritage and was all, you know, would support that cause greatly. And she was a, a really kind spirit. She was good friends with um, Regan Coconut Gowing, who's been on our podcast a few times. She fought for LFA, fought for Invicta. She passed away. So I do want to say condolences to anybody that knew her or that, that loved her. And from all accounts, like anytime that I had interactions with her, she was so lovely. Never got her on the podcast, but we would chat here and there. Yeah. And um, crazy, crazy sad news coming out. So yeah. apologies and, and condolences to anybody that knew her. Terrible, yeah. Condolences, prayers out to the family. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, the world is crazy, man. Like, make sure you go hug your loved ones, you know? Like, yeah, be kind to your loved ones. Um, all right. We are going to now get to our interview with Hunter Savage. Hunter Savage! Hunter go. Savage. Bam Bam, if you had to give advice to a young man out in East Coast Canada named Hunter Savage, who's like a killer and looking to do this, <laughs> What would one word of advice or what would uh, some words of advice be for Hunter Savage? Dude, just live, live that name. <laughs> live that name, man. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> you know, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Obviously train hard, train smart, have yeah. fun. But Yeah. Go hit up Bam Bam, Brian Barbarina and go train with Bam Bam. Can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get, 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 you know, get experience the world, right? Like, exactly. I, I think, you know, go, go out, stretch out, meet people, uh, you know, network with other fighters, like do all that. He's a great kid though. Like I, uh, when I met him, he trains with his one gym, but he's friendly with all the other guys out on the East coast, like the other gyms, That's right? Cool. Like he knows what he's going to do. So yeah. good luck with this kid. Uh, we will get to that interview right now. So if you're here for Hunter Savage, thank you so much. Bam, bam, you're the best, man. Any words uh, that you want to leave for the fans reason, and listeners of the podcast? Anything about you that you wanted to say? Uh, just tune in March 16th. I'll be fighting. have a fight coming up. So uh, tune in March 16th. Watch me throw down. Guaranteed to be uh, exciting, full fireworks. So tune into that. Always make sure you listen to the Fight Inside podcast on, you know, everywhere, YouTube, everywhere, wherever it's listed, all around. You yeah. know where to get it, but listen to it. Great yeah. stuff. Great people interviewing great people. Hear great stories. So be sure to tune in. Thank you for having me as always. Thank you to all the fans out there and everybody who supports me. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Thanks. man. And go kick some ass. Uh, <laughs> we will see you soon, Bam Bam. Thank you so much. Now we're going to cut to this podcast and we'll come back for in a second to say goodbye. But here Let's is- hear from Hunter Savage. Now let's bring in our next guest. So Rain, we're going to bring in this man. He is a Fight League Atlantic 13 debutant. He made his first ever fight there in Moncton, New Brunswick. He had one of the craziest fights of the night. I'm not in charge of saying 
what was the fight of the night. But to me, it was one of the greatest fights on that card, which was an incredible card from top to bottom. I hope you guys checked it out at fightleagueatlantic.com. You should have bought the pay-per-view. I told you to for the last like several weeks, you idiots. Rain, bring in our next guest. Here he is. Please welcome Hunter Savage. How's it going? Look at this dude, Rain. Hunter Savage is here. Hunter, how are you, my friend? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you, buddy. Look at you all professional and uh, nice to meet look you. Wearing, he's wearing, yeah, he's wearing he's, his FLA jacket. Yeah, representing. Ra- yeah, Rain. <laughs> they had the hat. They had new fight gear supplied by Finesse Brand Athletics, looking great. The tracksuit, uh, the the fight kits looked really good. Hunter Savage, you just won your fight in devastating fashion. It was an incredible fight. Knockout in the first round? It was Second. The first. first round. It, yeah, it, it was felt the first like two round. rounds. It felt, it felt like five rounds, man. It, <laughs> it had so much action in this fight, Rain. But uh, Hunter, how are you feeling today? If you're just a two days out of your fight. How are you feeling? Honestly, I'm feeling awesome. Never better. Even the next morning, I didn't really feel anything from the fight. Maybe short shin from kicking him, but that was about it. Tonight I'm going to kickboxing yeah. like normal. Just another day to me. No, uh, no rest for the for the wicked. You just got to get back on the no, horse sir. and get back to training. That's right crazy, man. Gym, right back to work. And uh, so, for the people that don't know Hunter Savage, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get started fighting, and uh, what's your background? Uh, Growing up, uh, I was always, I grew up watching the UFC and everything like that. I wanted to train MMA as a kid, but, you know, my parents were kind of like, oh, like, that's violent. Like, just stick to baseball or hockey or something like that. Like, you don't need to fight. So it wasn't actually until I moved out to New Brunswick and I moved away from home. I started living in Fredericton and there I met Ben Lees at a job I was working at. And he told me, like, he's training MMA and I told him I always wanted to. So he just kind of brought me out to a trial class and from there I fell in love and honestly I don't think I've stopped training ever since that's crazy man and so wait how old were you when you went out to out to the east coast uh like originally um 16 okay 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 so yeah so went young and how old are you now 22 Okay, so look 22 like years. <laughs> I know. I know. This guy's got such a young face, but yeah. you know. And uh, Rain, I don't know if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen the photos, but he is tatted up, very, very well. Uh, the full arm sleeves on both sides. The whole chest. Oh, I think it's yeah. What is? I saw it on his Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's What's going on with the tattoos, Hunter? What did, What are they, and what do they mean? Uh, they all kind of resemble something. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always been into Japanese art. And I don't know, I found Japanese tattooing just uh, when I was 18 at a tattoo expo. I found this really cool artist, Aaron Hill. He's in Toronto, actually. He was at an expo here in Moncton, and he just had a Japanese flash piece, and I got it. And from there, I kind of fell in love, and I started a whole sleeve, got another sleeve. Now I got a whole body piece started. I just, I don't know, I I, I guess I fall in love with something, and I just go all in. Yeah. So what's the, I mean, so the whole body is going to be colored and stuff too? Cause right now it's like all black and white outline. Yeah. Just, it's just outline right here, like top to bottom, but that'll be uh colored in just next weekend. I'm going to do my next appointment. Oh, damn. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now fight league Atlantic has six events this year. 
Yes, sir. What's the plan? What's the plan for you? What's the outlook? Like, when would you like to get back in there, if at all? Or was this a once and done? What's the deal for Hunter Savage? I'd fight all six times if I could. More realistically, maybe I'll get three this year. But I mean, okay. If my coach would let me, I'd fight six times this year. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, you are in the bantamweight division, I believe. Yes, sir. Right. So one thirty-five. Yes, one thirty-five. Did you not, and I apologize, did you not weigh in even under the 135, though? I was two pounds under. Yeah, Hmm. so tell me about that, because that was funny, Rain. So I I posted the weigh-ins, and there were quite a few guys, though, Hunter, that that came in and weighed in a little bit under the weight. And I thought, okay, that's cool, because these guys aren't killing themselves for the weight cut, right? They're just fighting closer, maybe, to your natural weight or closer to, you don't have to drain yourself. Hunter was one of the guys that was, like, very... Um, friendly and like didn't seem like he was stressed out at all. Like he seemed like leading up to the weigh-ins, he wasn't like, you know, laser focused or dialed in or anything. He was just like, it was just another day at the, at the job. Right. Um, So what's the, what's the deal with weighing in a few pounds under what was the, what was going on there? Honestly, I just kind of overdid the weight cut. I was excited to get in there. You know, I wanted to be professional. I was like, I'm going to be 135 or below. There's no way I'm going to be overweight. And then I wasn't sure if my scale was the same as theirs. So my scale here said 134. I was like, okay, that should be good on their scale. Turns out on their scale, I was 133. Oh. So their scale was a pound lighter than mine. (laughs) So I guess I just just cut, cut extra weight to be careful. Oh, okay. But how much, okay. So, and then how much weight did, how much did you weigh going into the event? The fight night, I was probably 148, close to 150. Mm. Oh, shoot. Okay. You did not look drained out or sucked out at all though. So, yo, really? Okay. Okay. Were like, were you in pain and stuff or were you feeling okay? Cause you seemed like you were chit-chatting and what? I, I felt fine. But obviously, I was I was feeling it. I hadn't eaten for twenty four hours. I was thirsty. But I mean, right. were I you grumpy? <laughs> I was a little grumpy. Might not have been the best to deal with, but you know, I was still smiling. Yeah. Okay. So the gym that you're training with is GFT Moncton. Yes, sir. And uh, and how is it training out there with GFT Moncton? Because you guys had quite a few fighters on the card. So it must be nice that you've got other guys with the same dream competing to that same level. What does that mean to you? Uh, it's a great gym, and uh, one thing that I like the gym particularly is there's a lot of guys my size. We have two other band and weight mm-hmm. fighters, which I don't know if you know, but a lot of other gyms they just have big guys. At least in my experience, like I've gone to gyms where I'm the smallest guy by 50 pounds, and at my gym I'm not the smallest guy. <laughs> so it, it gives me actual training partners, which I mean I like that. But the gym itself, I mean, it's just great. It's a great crew of guys. Everybody loves the sport. We're all in it just to help each other. No one's there to hurt each other. Like, I've seen some gyms where they just have a goon who just wants to be the tough guy at the gym. But I feel like we're just a family. Like we're really a team. That's nice. That's nice, man. That's like Rain. Rain's the goon at her gym, I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, Hunter Savage, is this your real name? It is, yes. I've been asked that. I actually and asked him that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I was like, is this his you know, real name? Like, man, there's no way. My first name, Hunter, is after uh, Triple H. Oh, Hunter Hurley. Hunter Hurley. Hunter Helmsley. Helmsley, right? Okay. Yeah. That is crazy because your parents Whoa. were Triple H fans? Or yeah, just your dad? Were. So it's kind of meant to be. 
That is crazy. More that's what I was that. saying. That is so funny. That I, That's so funny because the other day I was saying, I'm like, you know, if you grow up and you've got a name, Hunter Savage, like you can't become an accountant. You know what I mean? Like that name <laughs> oh, sets you down the path. Yeah, no, like can't have, uh, you know, um, you know, bank, let, go get your banking mortgage done by Hunter Savage. No, like Hunter Savage, <laughs> you've got to be a fighter, man. Wouldn't be right. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, um, Rain, what do you have to ask, Mr. Hunter Savage? Well, now that your um, name is actually from uh, Triple H's name, like, is your entrance song <laughs> basically Triple H's oh. theme song, too? <laughs> I mean, it could have been. <laughs> I actually, I went with some uh, Russian death metal, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I will say, Rain, all the music that, that the fighters chose wicked songs like good mm. good songs there were no duds all the songs were really good but yes hunter savage in your next fight you may want to look at either the d yeah the dx song right is that what you mean right there's a dx and then there's one where and it's just for triple h it's like time to play the game oh the game like yeah yeah <laughs> that's right yeah you do the yeah yeah, you do the, yeah yeah that's you right that's out, pretty flex, cool spit out water you know Oh, this should bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'll own it. Um, down for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was amazing. So, Hunter, you know, we were going to talk a little bit about the event and how everything went. But so how do you think that event went overall? Because was this your first time at a Fight League Atlantic event? No, I've been to plenty of them. I've I've been there supporting all my teammates and everything, guys from GF Team and Evolution. So I've been to probably five or six other FLA events alone, but this one was a little special just being backstage and in the cage. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was an incredible event. The crowd was great. What did you like best about the whole thing? Like what, what to you, like being your first time as a fighter there, what stuck out to you most and did you absorb it all? I don't know. I guess I was kind of trying to absorb it all. I was a little distracted, mm -hmm. honestly. It was a weird fight week for me. Because uh, the, the week leading up to my fight, my grandmother had actually passed away in the hospital. Oh, and so, so I kind of spent the whole week just mourning that. And it kind of took away from my focus. But once I got in the cage, I kind of I kind of came to after I got hit a few times. And I was like, all right, I'm doing this for her. I got to actually get in this fight. Stay focused, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry, Hunter. And that, but I mean, that's a, it's nice that you were able to do that and pull yourself together because I mean, that's a crazy thing for anybody to lose someone, especially during like a fight week. So that mm -hmm. must be very difficult for you. I'm sorry. Uh, did your grandmother like you fighting or was she not a fan of you fighting? <laughs> Actually, she was one of the few people who were like, just fully supportive. She's like, you know what? Like, I could always see you doing something like this. Like you've always been the athletic type, like anything you put your mind to, you can do. And she was actually, like, really looking forward to seeing the fight. I was going to, like, get it set up on her little TV for her. But unfortunately, Tuesday night, she couldn't make it any longer. But I know, yeah. I felt like she was in there with me. So I feel like that, that could have helped me get the win, too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, um, Rain, I'll tell you. So in Hunter's fight, he goes out to a fight. It was, you guys were the only guys that kind of had something during the weigh-ins as well, because he tried to flex in front of you, <laughs> right? So he stood in front uh, I of Hunter. It. Oh, you did it. Wait, yeah. you started it? I started oh, okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went in front of him, and he tried to go in front of me. 
Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. So that was nice. I liked it, Rain, because it was like a little bit of a drama. And then the uh -huh. fight starts. The fight starts, and it's just madness. These two guys mm -hmm. just went at each other, like killing each other. At one point, I told you, Hunter, after after um, I, I told you that I saw this, but as you were fighting, like he knocked you down pretty hard, man. And he oh, went yeah. for the choke, went went for the submission. Rain, he wasn't able to get Hunter somehow pops back up and gets out of it. And I could see Hunter's eyes and Hunter's eyes were like, like had popped open. And I was like, Oh, like, <laughs> what's going on? And then something clicked. He zones back in and then got a knockout finish of his own. Uh, well, knocked the guy down, knocked the guy down. The guy got back up. I mean, this kid, Colby Livingston, correct? Colby Livingston was his name. Yes, sir. Uh, kudos to this dude, man. Like this dude, like brought the war. It was a fantastic fight. He gets knocked down, then gets back up and then, and then Hunter finished it. But I mean, how much respect do you have for your opponent? Because I mean, that was an incredible fight for you guys to, to kick off. What was your first ever fight? Oh, uh, nothing about respect. Honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better fight. It was a little sloppy mm -hmm. start on my end, but you know what? He brought the heat. He taught me, keep my chin down and, uh, uh, pay more attention and I'm thankful for that he brought a war and honestly it was fun man that's what I wanted I wanted to bleed I wanted to put on a show and I got to do that thanks to him yeah yeah kudos to that guy man like all the fighters on that card were absolutely incredible and the last thing I'm going to ask you Hunter is after the event ends rain and the, the crowd is leaving whatever there's Hunter still walking around the arena just saying hello to people and stuff so <laughs> after the after after the fight, Hunter, you were just walking around the crowd randomly, like saying hello to people. What was going on? Well, I had like family members and friends scattered all over mm -hmm. the arena, and they're all texting me. Like after my fight, I opened my phone and I had like a hundred missed calls, a hundred missed messages, just being like, "Hey, man, like I'm here in the arena, like come see me." So I was trying to see everyone who was there, man. Like I didn't see half the people who were there to see me. But like after the nice, fight, nice. And like after the the crowd cleared out, that's when I was like saying hello to my security family because I work security too on top of roofing and all the security guards there. Like I work with them, I knew them, so I wanted to celebrate with them. So I had to wait till everybody left, and then I, you know, kind of gave them all hugs and said thank you for being there. That's nice. awesome. I can imagine that's him getting like a text, you know, like after he knocked someone out, yeah. you know, like he's getting all these messages. Oh my god, you knocked your opponent out. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to yeah, ask um, I've always wanted to ask a fighter this um, when you knocked your opponent out or when you knock someone out um, especially you know if you're in a fight right um, what goes in your mind like is it like mostly like oh my god I just knocked him out great now I feel like I won or is it like oh my god I just knocked him out what did I do like what goes in your mind for me, it was neither of those. For me, I wanted to keep fighting. Honestly, huh. like I—that's the only thing in my mind. I was—I'm gonna keep throwing. And I—I I, I felt like he had more in him. I wanted to stand him up. I wanted to keep banging. I—I th I thought he had a second round in him, but you know the ref stopped it. That's what it is. What it is. In my mind, I was just—I was just still there, ready to fight. Mm. I wasn't even thinking about the fight yeah. being over. Yeah, it, it was crazy, Rain. It was a great fight. I do remember, though, you were the one guy, I think I recall, that when that fight was over and he was there and the ref had called it, I remember you turning back to him and bowing or giving some sort of show of respect. Did, 
Of course. You did that, correct? Yeah. Rain. Yeah, yeah. Very, very. You know, I did my little parade. Mm-hmm. Put my arms up like my coach told me to. And then, you know, I, I saw him there. He was looking up at me. I took a knee. I said this. I said, thank you. And afterwards, we hugged. We had to talk. We said, thanks for the fight. It was a war. And yeah, that was it. Nothing but respect. That's yeah. awesome. It was amazing, Rain. All the fighters on that card at Fight League Atlantic really, like, just put their true honor on display. But in true martial arts fashion, they were all respectful. They were all very, you know, good to one another. But I remember that scene. I remember seeing you turn there and bow to him. So I thought that was very nice. So, um, Hunter, good dude, man. Uh, before we let you go, is there anything that you want to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast and fans of yours that would be watching this? I guess just remember the name. We're only getting started. And thank you for having me. Damn. (laughs) Hunter, I'm so glad that I could have you on, man. Uh, I do want to ask you one final question, if you do not mind. It's a question that my mom used to ask me all the time when I was growing up. So I'm going to ask it to you. The question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, Hunter Savage, how happy are you? Right now, I say I'm a 10. I get to go and uh, see all my friends at the gym in a few hours. Actually, in like one hour now. So, I mean, I'm feeling good. I just get to celebrate with everyone in my life. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm so happy for you. I'm very excited for what your future holds. I think that you're a good guy. And uh, I'm glad that you found a good gym. I found, I'm glad that you found a good home, that you're doing something that you love. And, and 100% your grandmother is looking down on you and must be so extremely proud of you and what you've done. So, Thank you for joining the podcast. I do hope to see you again live. I hope to be able to talk to you again. Um, you're always welcome back on the podcast. Anytime you got something to promote or you got a fight, please do feel free. You're a friend of the podcast for sure. Rain, anything you want to say to Mr. Hunter awesome. Savage? I want to say congratulations. And yeah, I love your name, Hunter Savage. It's It really fits like a fighter, you know? Thank you. Thank could, you. Not, could not do anything else, Rain. You can't, you can't do anything else. Yeah. Hunter Savage. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, buddy. And uh, I will see you soon. Have a good one. Thank you. You have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's the interview with Hunter Savage. We hope you enjoyed it. Rain, Ringside Rain will be back next week to co-host. I hope. I hope she comes back. Otherwise, Bam Bam, I'm calling on you again, my friend. And uh, that's it, man. Right around now, if you're listening on audio, this is the end of the podcast. But if you're watching on video, you'll see some clips of some other podcasts that you can click on. These are some of our favorites. Maybe I'll put one of Bam Bam's on there. And uh, that's it, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Take it easy. See you, buddy.